Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, you're about to get smarter in just a few minutes with Curiosity Daily from Discovery. Time flies when you're learning super cool stuff. I'm Nate. And I'm Callie. If you're dropping in for the first time, welcome to Curiosity, where we aim to blow your mind by helping you to grow your mind. If you're a loyal listener, welcome back. Today, you'll learn about a new ink that can 3D print inside your body using sound waves, why saying no to invitations isn't as bad as you might think, and some new drugs that could potentially make your dog live longer. Without further ado, let's satisfy some curiosity. Engineers from Duke University and Harvard Medical School have created a new kind of ink for 3D printing that solidifies when it's hit with ultrasound waves. So you can kind of blast this ink with noise and it will harden up? I mean, that sounds pretty cool, but I'll be honest, I'm having a hard time understanding why this is needed. Like, what's the application? I am so glad you asked, because that is the best part. The ink is biocompatible, which means that doctors can inject it into a patient and use sound to basically 3D print whatever is needed inside the body. All right, wait a second. My mind is kind of blown here. We've talked about 3D printed organs and tissue scaffolding and all kinds of crazy biotech, but you're saying they can now 3D print stuff inside of our bodies. That's the idea. Uh, Let me give you an example. So take a condition like non-valvular AFib. Basically, it's where the heart isn't beating correctly, which can cause blood to pool, increasing the risk of clots and heart attacks. It's really not good. Right. So the usual fix is what? Surgery? Yep. Surgeons typically have to open up the chest cavity to seal up the part of the heart that's affected. That's about as invasive as it gets. Exactly. So the researchers used a catheter to deliver this ink to the left atrial appendage of a goat heart. Once it was in there, they applied focused ultrasound waves to harden the ink. And the result? The ink bonded to the heart tissue and was flexible enough to handle the normal wear and tear of your typical heartbeats. So no open chest surgery? No. They were also able to inject the ink into a chicken leg with a defective bone. With the application of a little ultrasound wave action, the material bonded seamlessly to the bone without harming any of the surrounding tissues, basically patching it up. Yeah, that sounds a little too good to be true. That's what I thought. In fact, researchers have been using 3D bioink to repair damage and for other medical applications for a while. But the old ink relied on blasts of light to become hard. Yeah, I have heard of that. I know dentists use some material that hardens with light, right? Yeah, exactly. That's a light-sensitive resin that hardens up when you apply light. This is a little different, but the same idea. But the thing is, if the ink is relying on light, you can only go so deep. Ooh, yeah, not not a whole lot of light probably makes it into our hearts or the, the tissues surrounding our bones. But sound waves can make it through with little problem. And it's not just patch-up jobs. They were able to mix a common chemotherapy drug into the ink, which was then delivered to sample liver tissue. The ultrasound hardened it into hydrogel, which slowly released the drug into the liver tissue. All right, so this allows doctors to be like really targeted in their treatments. I can think of a million ways this could be a game-changer. So when does it, you know, hit the shelves? It's kind of the same as always. It's got to make it out of the lab first. But you're right. This could be a game changer for a truly broad array of treatments for a mind-boggling variety of conditions. 
The ability to print things inside of our bodies, it definitely seems like a story from some kind of sci-fi future utopia. And it's definitely a future I want to be a part of. Have you ever gotten an invitation to something you just absolutely don't want to go to, but you're afraid of offending the person who invited you? Okay, why did we have to start out the story with you calling me out? (laughs) That wasn't very nice. (laughs) Okay, so I'm human and an introvert. So yes, that's happened. Maybe more than I care to admit. I've known you for quite a few years. and Oh, no. (laughs) I, I know that this is... This is a lot of invitations you've received, frankly. It's happened to me, too. (laughs) Happened to me, too. It's a very human thing. Like, we all have, you know, all kinds of reasons for not feeling like saying yes to things. Mm -hmm. But usually only, you know, one reason for accepting the invite anyway. A fear that turning someone down will offend them. Oh, it's not just that I fear offending someone. It's that if I turn down an invite, I'm afraid I'll never get invited again or I'll just be, I don't know, like forgotten. Yeah. This is a real fear. I'm aware. Yeah, it's, I know. Our fear of missing out just smashes up against our desire to just stay home. But a new study suggests that people tend to overestimate the negative consequences of rejecting an invitation. So people don't get offended when I reject their invitations? I mean, I I can't go that far, but at least according to this study, people don't get as offended as you think they will. Okay, so how did they figure this out? The researcher team did something very novel with their test subjects. They asked them. <laughs> yeah, the study was published in the Journal of Personality and Social Psychology, and it consisted of several different parts. In the initial study, some 77% of respondents admitted to accepting invitations they didn't want to accept just because they were afraid of the negative repercussions. So the researchers wanted to test the perceptions against the reality. Okay, those 23% of people who said no to invitations, they were made of stronger stuff than I am. They're the real heroes in this world, I know. (laughs) So the study divided participants into two groups. Let me guess, it was the inviters and the invitees. Bingo. Each participant read a scenario in which they were invited to a dinner at a restaurant with a celebrity chef. The invitees were asked to imagine saying no because they had had a busy day already and they just wanted to stay home. Yeah, that sounds familiar. The inviters were given that information too. And it turns out that the invitees thought the inviters would be way more angry or upset than they actually were. They also did a similar experiment on couples and found basically the same result. Okay. All of that actually sounds very logical. Our brains are hardwired to worry about our social status to some degree. Sure. Humans are collaborative and social animals. And it makes sense that we would overthink this kind of thing. But the study didn't look at these situations in the real world, only in the lab. Could real-life outcomes be different? I mean, when you ask someone if they're mad that their friend would hypothetically stay home, I guess they'd usually say no, right? Sure, it is possible that outcomes in the real world could be different from the outcomes of this study. But the researchers think that people do, in fact, overestimate the negative impacts of saying no. We are risking social burnout and fatigue for no good reason. I I see what you're saying. So we're afraid of saying no, so we say yes, which leads us to do things we don't want to do, which leads us to getting burned out, which leads us to literally never wanting to leave the house. (laughs) So we should say no more often. (laughs) Yeah, maybe, but with one caveat. It is important to remember that, like we said, humans are social creatures. The way you build meaningful relationships is by saying yes, at least occasionally. Mm-hmm, sure, but if I say no, I won't be ruined for life. Well, according to this study, probably not. 
Yeah, so about our lunch plans. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Owning a dog can be one of the most bittersweet things we do in our lives. On one hand, they are our best friends and our loyal companions. But on the other hand, their lifespans are a fraction of our own. To love a dog is also to know the pain and heartbreak when they pass on. I mean, for many of us, facing the death of our first beloved dog was sort of a rite of passage as a kid. Without question. It's a difficult thing to understand when you're young, but the joy dogs bring to our lives is worth the pain. But a new drug might let us enjoy our four-legged friends for a little longer. A biotech company called Loyal is developing a drug that they say could extend canine lives. And the U.S. Food and Drug Administration, the FDA, has indicated that they believe the drug shows promise for extended conditional approval. And that's kind of like the FDA green light for more trials, right? That's right. And Loyal isn't the only group trying to make our pets live longer. There are a couple of ongoing clinical trials in animals that seem to show promise. We had a story about one of these drugs a little while ago called rapamycin, which was originally developed as an immunosuppressant for human organ transplant patients and has shown some effectiveness in extending the lifespan of mice. Okay, I remember doing the story, uh, but just to remind our audience, how does this drug work? So it inhibits a protein called mTOR, which is a regulator of cell growth and metabolism, and has a pretty big effect on aging. And it was also studied in dogs. Did they live longer? Well, it was a small sample size, but about 27% of dog owners whose dogs took the drug reported improvements in their pet's health and behavior. They were more active and more playful. And that's compared to only 8% of dog owners whose pets took a placebo. That's a pretty good sign. Totally. And another drug called LOI-001 is an extended-release implant designed for large adult dogs. Larger dogs tend to live shorter lives, and one theory behind that is that as large dogs age, their insulin levels increase. Increased insulin levels tend to contribute to rapid growth and accelerated aging. So if you could limit or reduce insulin levels then maybe you could increase a dog's lifespan. That's the thinking. LOI-001 reduces something called IGF-1, or insulin-like growth factor 1, and a study of nearly 500 dogs showed that reduced IGF-1 was correlated with reduced frailty and a higher quality of life. So even if it doesn't make them live longer, at least it makes them live healthier, happier lives. And that's one of the huge challenges here, and something that skeptics are quick to make note of. No matter how long you can increase a dog's lifespan, it's just not worth it unless the extra years you give them are good. So the prospect of increasing a dog's life is pretty great. But does this have any implications for our dog's owners, like us? I thought you might ask that. And yeah, any study that looks at extending the longevity of animals also has implications for us humans. We all want to live longer, healthier lives, right? Well, one thing that's interesting about these drug trials, though, is that so far, It's not clear that the drugs are able to extend lifespans any better than more traditional methods for staying healthy. So, diet and exercise? Turns out adding a few extra games of fetch a week might be all it takes. 
Now, if you are itching for some more adorable dog content, be sure to tune in to the Puppy Bowl on Animal Planet on Sunday, February 11th at 2 p.m. Eastern and 11 a.m. Pacific. Let's recap what we learned today to wrap up. Engineers from Duke University and Harvard Medical School have pioneered a groundbreaking 3D printing technology using ink that solidifies under ultrasound waves, revolutionizing biomedical applications from bone healing to heart surgery. This innovative ink enables intricate structures to be created deep within tissues and offers less invasive treatment options with high precision. Research published in the Journal of Personality and Social Psychology suggests that people often overestimate the negative consequences of turning down social invitations, with studies showing that this fear leads to unnecessary acceptance of unwanted invites. Saying no might not be as harmful to relationships as we think, offering a pathway to better manage social commitments and prevent burnout. A biotech company is pioneering the development of groundbreaking drugs aimed at extending the healthy lifespans of dogs by targeting key aging-related processes. This cutting-edge research, poised to reshape canine healthcare, balances scientific innovation with ethical considerations, offering hope for longer quality time between pets and their owners. Curiosity Daily is produced by Wheelhouse DNA for Discovery. You can find our show wherever you get your podcasts, and we'd love if you could leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Our Discovery executive producer is Dominique Vu. Our Wheelhouse DNA executive producer is Cassie Berman. This show is hosted by Callie Gate and Nate Bonham. Our producer is Kiara Noni, and our associate producer is Kimaya Floyd. Writing is done by Sam Osterhout. Sound design, audio engineering, and editing by Nick Karasami. I'm Nate Bonham. And I'm Callie Gade. We'll see you next week. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.